to the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast. We have an amazing author today, AJJ Muir. How are you doing today, AJJ? I'm doing fantastic. Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Everything is beautiful. That's good. Okay, cool. So you wrote an amazing book, and I'm really excited about this one, Titan of the Shifting Sands. Yes, ma'am. Tell us. <laughs> tell us. Tell us all about it. I want to know. All right. Well, where should I begin? Um, I started writing about four years ago, and at first I didn't really think it was going to become a novel. I was writing it as a screenplay, and after about 40 pages, I kind of just decided this has a life of its own, and yeah, now it's a novel. It's 450 pages now, so <laughs> it, really, it really took a life of its own. That is so cool. When was it published? Two days ago, actually. Really? Well, that's when the uh, paperback was published. It's been out on the Kindle for about two months, but uh, the paperback is now available worldwide. And by the way, the this, the link to the book is in the description, so make sure you click and purchase the book right yeah, the, now. The, the book Baby One is available for North America, and uh, that's, that's only the paperback, but if you want to have it in another part of the world, or if you're only interested in Kindle, it's it's only one, or it's like one dollar on Kindle and ninety eight euro cents. Uh, so totally affordable, worth the price. Put my blood, sweat, and tears into it, and I'm ready to talk about it. For four hundred and fifty pages, only like yeah. a a buck. That is like a steal. You know what it is? I really want it to be accessible. When I when I first started. Um, so when I was a kid, I didn't really read that much because I didn't find a lot of books that interesting until I found uh, one author by the name of Darren Sean. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No. Sorry. No? Well, no. he wrote a – it's like a, um, a teen thriller. It's called Demonata. And when I discovered that, I basically blazed through it and I read all 13 books as quickly as I could because it was so amazing. That's good. And when that was over – I was like, now what? Couldn't find anything else. Yeah. Well, 14, or like, uh, that was 14 when I did that, and four years later, I decided I'm going to write a novel, and I'm going to make it accessible, and I want it to be really fun to read, and I want it to be a page turn, and I mainly, I'm not going to market mostly towards people that don't read that much, but people that maybe want to get into reading, because it's it's a fairly simple read for something that's so long. It's broken up into about chapters of eight pages, and in every chapter, there's a lot going on, so okay, it's really okay. meant to be uh, easy to digest. Well, tell us what the blurb is about. The blurb, okay. I gotta see what I wrote quickly. The blurb. Two years ago, Bishop Lenoir was found dead in the halls of his vessel, Titan. His second-born son, Noah Lenoir, inherits a ma the massive vessel along with the vast fortune. All right, so... Um, throughout the book, um, okay, so the story actually begins two years before the actual beginning of the story, and you will pick up snippets and bits and pieces as you, uh, go along, but it kind of boils down to Noah, young man, he, uh, is captain of a vessel known as Titan, which is sort of a frigate that traverses the, uh, dried ocean bed of the Pacific Ocean, 
he isn't really reliable as a leader. He kind of spends his time drinking, partying. It's a lot of money from his dad, so he spends it all. Meanwhile, the second in command, Wolfgang, is uh, I don't know, actually how much should I should I spoil about this? Yeah, no you know? spoilers, no spoilers, uh, <laughs> no but, spoilers. Yeah. Okay, so how am I? What? Hmm. Okay. Well, how am I gonna say this then? Well, either way, Noam figures out quickly that uh, the death of his father was not an accident, and he goes into a spiral trying to figure out. Uh, what the cause was of a bishop's death, and eventually he finds himself getting sucked into a conspiracy. Conspiracy is to smuggle weaponry into a city known as Lima, which is the Lima that we all know, but then, like, in the future, that's uh, the capital of Peru. I believe it's the capital. And on the other side, in the city of Lima, there's a man who is brewing a rebellion. I feel comfortable saying this, spoiling this a little bit. And Unknown to Noah, unbeknownst to Noah, Titan is actually smuggling the weaponry. So, a lot lot going on. I took a lot of um, inspiration from real life, so. Okay. (laughs) You're going to be seeing a lot of stuff like that. Cool. Okay, so speaking of drinking and stuff, partying, you know, Pink Cloud Nine is a recovery term. I actually don't drink or smoke. Occasionally I drink, but I... Don't smoke at all anymore. There you go. And in fact, in fact, Noah himself is an alcoholic and he struggles with it. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's, it's not presented romantically. It's very much mm-hmm. taken seriously and it's showing the, the, the dramatic effects that it has on his life. Yeah. And in the second novel, the sequel, he's very much leaning towards stopping and it really shows his struggle. And actually, I wasn't aware that Pink Nine, uh, Pink Cloud Nine, was a recovery channel, but I'm su- yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so you'll be even more pleasantly surprised to know I've been sober for four years. Congratulations! Thank That's you. That's great. So that yeah. is so cool that you know that there is that you know connection between the characters yeah. and the the podcast. So, do you would have, you say that a lot of your viewers are recovering? I would say that a lot of the viewers are either in recovery or thinking about recovery. I would, well, let me, let me tell you viewers, I would seriously recommend going into recovery. <laughs> Life is so much better on the other end. It might, it might suck for a year or two, but on the other side, it's a better life. Seriously. Very true. It does, it did yeah. suck for a little while getting, uh, that, thought of oh well if I just got high one more time or if I just got drunk one more time but then you know two three years later you're just like on cloud nine you don't want to anymore yeah yeah and if there's just so much um peace and freedom and joy and happiness in recovery but it has to be long term it can't be just a month and then Definitely. back on the on the drinking wagon, it, you know, you have to be like long term. And do I think about drinking today? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. So that's what it really is. Like uh, when I was on my recovery journey, I uh, definitely relapsed like a dozen times. But sure. the thing is, even if you even if you relapse, you just start right away again. That's as soon as you can. As soon as you can, and you can do it right away. As soon as you 
soon as you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because what happens is if you don't, if uh, drugs and alcohol are a problem for a person, like if it really uh, dramatically affects their life, then if they pronounce themselves as an alcoholic or as a drug addict, uh, because that's only you can decide that for yourself. My thing is, I'm afraid of ending up dead in prison or institutionalized. And I know that's my end. So I prefer to choose recovery and uh, live, uh, you know, drama-free life today. So, cool. Awesome. So tell us about... Tell us about some uh, works in progress. Do you have any? Are there any more books coming out? Maybe yes, no. Yeah. So actually, I finished. I finished my second novel uh, a month ago, and it's not ready to be published yet. I'm going to uh, begin editing. Which, in my in my personal experience, editing a novel 450 pages long can take up to a year, maybe even two years. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really excited to start the third one. Very excited. It's okay. the second novel, Kingdom on the Ascension. Is a, a uh, what's the word? I've had the word in Dutch in my head. For full, I have a. It's it's a continuation of a not of the novel Titan of the Shifting Sands. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So I know a really good proofreader. Do you know a good proofreader? Yes. Yeah, I am. I am in. I am in no need of that. But thank you. Okay, no problem. Because uh, that's important. Editing is important, and then a proofreader after that is important too. Yeah, I can imagine. I um, I actually read it myself a dozen times, and then I have a bunch of people read it, and I often, most of the time, incorporate their critique. Although, uh, yeah. Not always. <laughs> Sometimes well, it's like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. You know, as as when we're writing, we see it in a way that, you know, I'm, okay, so I'm dyslexic and ADHD. So I see the okay. words hopping and popping on the, on the page all the time. So I'm like, am I seeing that right? You know, am I hallucinating right now? So as a writer, when I write, I see it in a way that other people don't see it. And then they're able to see it with, you know, fresh eyes and, and be like, that's a P H O E B E, not P H E O B E. And I'm like, are you sure? You know, cause I have to question everybody too. I understand. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm also diagnosed ADHD and dyslectic. Okay. But now that I've been, but now that I've written a novel, two novels, I uh, see that my dyslexia, although it's not perfect, it is so much better. I'm still dyslexic in Dutch, which is, which should be my native language. But since I've written both the novels in English, I feel like my English is so much better now. And uh, I don't really consider myself dyslexic anymore. But right. Good. You know, my teacher might tell you otherwise. What, uh, <laughs> what languages do you speak? English? Just Dutch and English. In Dutch? Okay. Yeah. Have you thought about writing in Dutch as well? I've thought about it, mainly because I want to get rid of my dyslexia in Dutch, but I don't find it a language that's as fun to write in as English. In English, you can get your point across very quickly, okay. um, 
and paint an image. I think it's far easier to paint an image in a shorter sentence in English than it is in Dutch. Right, right. It would take. It would be like an like an eight hundred page book if you wrote it in Dutch, probably. Yeah, maybe maybe a couple extra, <laughs> maybe a couple extra pages. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, double, triple. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool. So, um, tell me, other than reading and writing, what hobbies or what fun things do you do on your off time? I uh, play guitar. Okay. I work out a lot. I do martial arts. Um, I work. Yeah. I'm just an average guy, you know. Cool. Just cool. a dude. Just a dude living his life. And I'm sure the ladies would like to know, are you married, single, or involved? I am currently living, well, I'm currently in Curaçao, which is a small island of the Dutch Republic, or it used to be before the uh, colonies were, I think the word is dissolved or resolved. Um, and I found a girl out here and I'm dating her, but I'm soon to move back to the Netherlands and then I will be, I guess it's open season then. When will you be moving back? Anytime soon? Um, March 14th. Wow. Actually, my birthday was two days ago. I was supposed to go back then, mm -hmm. or roughly around that time, but this place is too beautiful. Well, happy... Actually, I'm going to show you the view. One second. Okay. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Look at that view. Wow. Would you want to leave? I want to stay here. I want to stay here as long yeah. as I can. Yeah. Well, you never yeah. know. You know, uh, once when I was young, I traveled around Europe, and I you know, met an Italian fellow and we traveled, right. we traveled together through like, uh, through Paris, London, um, went to Switzerland, went to Spain and all kinds of places. And, uh, it was a wonderful time. So I'm glad that you guys are having a wonderful time too. We're having a great time. She's That's coming good. over for steaks. I'm going to cook tonight. So <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you're an average guy. Um, you're enjoying your life. Just had a birthday. Tell me, how do you define happiness and what makes you happy? A lot of people like to know that about authors and you know, creatives. You know, I find it a very controversial. I, I've thought about it a lot. And, you know, what makes me happy now is just kind of accepting the situation. Uh, for example, if I have to work seven days in a row, then I don't look forward to the weekend. I just accept the situation that I'm in, and I really start to enjoy it all of a sudden. I don't look forward to anything else. I'm in the moment. Yeah, uh, That's the best way I can explain it. I really, although I am a very fortunate person, I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, but uh, I really think that you have to be happy and grateful for what you have, mm -hmm. and then you can still strive to be, become better and do great things and totally. have a better life. Absolutely. Awareness. Being aware, being Awareness. in the moment, total happiness. It's like, you know, you don't think about the past, you don't worry about the future, you're just kind of here and now, and that's okay. I like Well, it. I do kind of worry about the future, but then again, I I'm a happy guy, but you know, we all got our worries, so. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, we have to yeah. pay those bills, you know. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, it's been so fun, fabulous having you here, uh, author A.J. J. Muir, with... You can call me Murrah. Murrah. It's, it's a strange... No one pronounces it correctly, so it's Murrah, but 
As long as you remember. I'm in America, <laughs> so we say things a little funny around here. <laughs> but uh, your the your book is uh, the okay Titan of the Shifting Sands, yes, and ma'am. the link is in the description. Make sure to purchase, purchase, purchase. Thank you so much. It's only a dollar. It's definitely worth it. Trust me. If you don't like it, send me a message. I'll send you the dollar back. How about that? Deal. I'm going to like it. (laughs) All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for watching the Pink Cloud 9 podcast. Everybody have a fabulous day. Still there? Bye. Thank you for having me. We're just having a little technical difficulties is 